it's the blackout what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast i asked jay the question of the day which is what smells bad but tastes good that hogwarts university in real life and more on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Oh, yo, so hey, welcome everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back again to episode 245 of the Hashtag Plaque, Blackout Podcast, plaque out. not the plaque, <laughs> the plaque out, trying to get the plaque out, we, we some dentists, we're trying to get the plaque out in the blackout, I am Jared, aka Jalapeno J, <laughs> thanks to the Don't Judge Me Podcast, uh, yeah, and I am Jay, uh, aka, um, your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> where your head was sitting, where your head was sitting in the camera for a second, it was like you were the nuts. Um, yes. yes. I used the nuts. So, yeah, man. So, hey, uh, what is up, Jay? Yo. So, my question for you is, cousin, what do you think? What smells bad but tastes good? I mean, you get close to it with your face, smell it, or what's it's just in the air. You know, it's I'm just trying to think in the air. Trying to think about it. You walk into yeah, a room or man. a restaurant or anything anywhere else, and you smell something like smells that. Bad, smells bad. Tastes good. Disgusting. You know, this kind of goes back to the the what sense would you rather lose? Uh, mm-hmm question you had some weeks ago mm-hmm. and i said the smell and the taste pretty much are linked together somehow yeah. some way yeah uh, hmm. that's a good question man i can't say i've thought about that i'm sure you have since you thought of the question mm-hmm. there's there's a few things I could think of, so... I mean, there's one that comes to mind, but then I'm like, hmm, this mm-hmm. is a PG-rated show. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not going to say that. Feet. Um, the yeah, booty. Feet. There you go. Uh, I don't eat the booty. The booty groceries. Now, I, I mean, if we're, if, we're thinking, if we're thinking food, this isn't a PG-rated show. It's a PG-13. <laughs> this is like an NC-17. Uh, TVMA. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember when they they came out with NC seventeen for the first time? I I remember seeing it. And I was like, "What does this mean?" I think for some reason, I, it, it tied up to that movie Showgirls to me. I don't know why, but maybe it was before that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I remember seeing it though, and I was like, "NC seventeen? Well, I don't know what NC is, but I'm definitely gonna see this." Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> the uh, one one thing that I could think of is like broccoli and cauliflower especially if you put cheese on it uh, they don't they don't have like the best smell actually they don't really well broccoli tastes better than cauliflower we'll just say it like that but when it comes to food you know raw or cooked cooked because raw they don't really smell that bad but when you cook them for some reason they just give off noxious noxious features gotcha. okay yeah, yeah. um not good on that um 
I mean, really, really, there's a lot of there's several different food items, but those are a couple of them. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's funny to me though, because like when I'm cooking certain things, like for breakfast or something like that, if I'm cooking like eggs or bacon or sausage, and, like in the skillet, I'm frying them, mm-hmm. and my wife will just my wife will come in the room. I don't know what's up with her nose, but she and I do not have the same smeller. Cause she'll come in there and she'll be like, "Turn on, turn on the fan on the on the stove because that stinks." And I'm like, "Girl, you're literally about to eat this. How does it stink so bad? You know, I, I don't I don't get it." But she she has a different sniffer than I do, so um, I don't know. There's several things. There's several things. One thing that stinks. One thing that stinks. This is not going by taste, but one thing that stinks all the time, regardless, is wet dog. Wet dog, either wet s- dog, yes, mm-hmm. that and hell, I would even say f- I could only speak on my dog. I wash him. I use two different types of soaps. You know, two different types of soaps. Two different, Be like a, a, I don't know, like a cherry blossom dog soap, and then mm-hmm. you know some other type of soap conditioner. Yeah, he'll get in and. I don't know what it is a day later and I could smell it mixed with the dog smell. And it's like, ugh. It smells just as bad as wet dog. I mean, but of course I, I do dry him. Yeah. Nobody really wants to hear about the wet dog, but you know my wet dog, but you know. Yeah, it does stink. Every everybody's wet dog stinks. Um, let's see here. Think about this. Boiled eggs. Boiling eggs? Uh, or I guess I, like I, I know post boiled, post peeled boiled eggs. Uh, okay. Sometimes yeah. they could be funky. Peeled? Do you reheat them? It's like sometimes. Let's just say you you boil like I don't know five or six eggs mm-hmm. one day. You don't eat them all. You put them in the refrigerator and then you want to uh, heat it up the next day. I've, That's funky. I've only yeah. Mm. That's true. Yeah. I made a mistake one time of putting a completely boiled egg in the microwave uh-huh. to heat it back up. I don't know, for like 30 seconds. I can't remember. Ooh, yeah. And then I took it out. And as soon as I took it out, I bit into it. And I happened to bite into the side that had like the yolk in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this before, <laughs> but I did that and it exploded. Oh, no, I never had that. It literally exploded. So it was, you know, the... I guess it was boiled well enough to where there weren't any cracks in the, in the egg white. And oh, so it starts the, a yolk in your mouth. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, everywhere, honestly. <laughs> it, it was so crazy, man. I uh, I, I guess like it, it built up that heat energy inside that pocket. And as soon as I bit into it, my whole face was Got full of... heated on. It was, I'm telling you, man, it was like yolk skeet. <laughs> it was like little like dry yolk skeet and egg white skeet all oh, over the place. Man. And And not only did it hit me in the face... But it literally exploded all over the kitchen. And I was just standing there. And it was like so hot that it like burned my lips. So I was looking mm-hmm. at my wife. She like saw it happen. And she was just dying laughing. And I was like, I didn't know that you couldn't microwave, microwave like boiled egg. <laughs> so from that point on, I've always cut like cut the egg like a slit across it. So it wouldn't build up that energy. I remember my kids actually tried it one time after that. And I was like, you better cut a slit in it. You know, I'm like that little old James that popped up out of nowhere. Like you better cut a slit in it. It's going to blow up. That's funny. That was so weird. That's funny. 
That's so weird. Yeah. Cabbage. Cheated all over the place. Cabbage. I'm going to tell you one thing that stinks. Uh, after, you know, like a day later, if you try to microwave it, fish, like fried fish or some type of, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like my Any wife. Kind of seafood. She, she'll do, uh, she'll get like mackerel mm-hmm. from the store and she'll fry it up on the stove. You know, still, everything's still intact. No, you know, no batter or anything. It's just yeah. how she grew up with it but you know that stinks smells Mackerel. smells good it smells like fish but oof, it stinks when you you put it up you cook it on the stove mackerel is just a weird fish like you just like just the name of it just everything about mackerel just just seems a little weird um yeah but it tastes good though it tastes good yeah yeah um yeah i don't know the one fish we're getting off of the main subject, but the one fish that I absolutely hate is tilapia, and I see it all over the place. I see it I on all these, these yeah. people who make like do like soul food and stuff like that. And what is a tilapia? Tilapia is literally like trash fish. It's like a fish that was created in a lab. Type I know. Of fish. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like where do you find you naturally occurring swimming tilapia? Tilapia only in the tilapia farms. That's it. So the tilapia factory. Yeah, the tilapia yeah. factory. They're they're like you know they're like the Simpsons three eyed fish, uh, that were created from the nuclear waste. Like it just basically created, uh, and morphed off of like a regular fish. Um, uh, let's see here. Mm. Oh, so speaking of soul food and and black people eat tilapia and all my black people stop eating tilapia, please. If you see it at yeah. Sam's, you see it at Costco, you see it at Walmart. You see it at whatever your local grocery store is. Just skip to the salmon. Skip to the cod. Go to the mackerel. You know? Literally. What about the catfish? Catfish. Well, I mean, the sad part is we don't get that much catfish here. But yes, go to the catfish. Go to, you know, go to like literally any other fish. Feeding into the stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, that's jacked up. Um, But speaking of soul food. So... I saw somebody post on Soul Food Foodies on Facebook, which is just a, mm-hmm. a good and terrible group at the same time. And they were like, yeah, I really know how to throw down on some breakfast. And so I looked and like it was like it was like one picture, but it had two plates on it. The top mm-hmm. half of the picture was beautiful. It had like, you know, some nice eggs and like all the rest of the stuff. You know, breakfast was good. The bottom half of the picture was two waffles with some fruit on top and some syrup. And I looked at them two waffles and immediately I knew they were Eggo waffles. I was like, you are not going to post that you know how to do a soul food breakfast and put some Eggo waffles in there. If you're trying Mm -hmm. to say, because this person was trying to say that they are a great cook because they could throw that down. And I was like, Eggo waffles is not a flex, ma'am. It is not a flex. And so... Yeah, and so people were like, oh my gosh, Eggos are so good frozen. Or Eggos are so good with maple syrup. And she's like, that's the only kind of syrup I use. And I was like, Lego my Eggo. Put in there. I could, I, it don't make no sense, man. You, you can't flex on a frozen food. Like, you can't. Like, if you buy, if you buy corn dogs at the store that are like those, like, state fair corn dogs in the box. Right. And then you post online, look at these corn dogs I made. How? What? They made them for you. All you had to do is put them in the microwave. 
Should have just been look at these corn dogs that heated up. Yeah, and the and the back is blown out too all the time. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Corn dog got their back blown about. out every time. <laughs> anyway, wow. speaking of black blown out, black back blown out. Uh, I know we got a voicemail. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> why don't you tell us? Hey, people! If you get your black boned out. Your your black back busted out, whatever you said. Your black back blown out. You okay over that? (laughs) All right, people. Three eight five three B L A K P C or three eight five three two five two five seven two. You can let us know how your back gets blown out. Your black back. Okay. Wait, what? If you're never mind. Yeah, call it was call it a number, people. You know what, man? Before we do that, speaking of like random, random words that that sort of, uh, I guess, like alliteration or like some kind of rhyming pattern and stuff like that. One mm-hmm. phrase that I can't let me, I, I have to look it up now. Uh, maybe I'll look it up while we listen to this voicemail. Um, mm-hmm. But the the one phrase that i heard in a rap song a long time ago that always gets me it was like let me hit that nappy dugout till i thug out and i was like who would call it a nappy dugout <laughs> i don't know man it's funny. Uh, it it always words. it always it always made me made me laugh um all right, here, let's play this voicemail. I'm going to try to find out who's saying that. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, y'all, this is Memphis Diva 99. By the time y'all get this missed, it'll probably be time for another show, which I'm pretty sure will probably be after March 11th, my birthday. But anyway, so y'all want us to know about grits, how do you eat your grits? Well, first of all, I don't want no runny grits, okay? I don't, I don't, I don't want that, okay? And I need a little butter on it, just a little snitch, a little pepper on it, and don't laugh, but I like to lay my bacon on my on top of my grits. Okay. Just, okay. just, just some of the, you know, baconness from the grit, you know, from the bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like to have it on there, and uh, it just make it taste so wonderful. Like I said, I don't do runny grits, okay? No sugar on my grits, please. That's how I like my grits. Okay, I like it. I'm going to call y'all back, okay? Legit. All right. Okay. Do I got my time? I don't know. But answer this question. <laughs> she kept going. Since when did living in cars become like the new thing now? I'm seeing it a lot on IG and YouTube. People are living, sleeping, making beds in the cars, and then they get in storage room and and putting their stuff in storage rooms, and they go to their storage room every week and change and get. It's just. I'm just, what if you got the bubble guts late at night? What you doing? Put it in a bag? I'm just trying to yeah. figure out where, and yes. it's dangerous. We, this America, y'all. Oh, just me and my thoughts. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to
Talk to y'all later. Talk to you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she surprises at the end. Yeah, this is the Donald Glover. This is America. That's true. Wow. So, okay. So, first of all, big props on the grits. Thank you very much, Memphis Diva. That sounds like a delicious bowl of grits. What about sleeping in cars? I've seen this, man. And I tell you, there's a lot of people doing it to vans. Like they'll convert their van into a uh, a mobile home, if you will, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And some of them look really nice. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, they save on a lot of money. Wow, that's crazy. I've watched. I watched a guy create his from like start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, just modify. It kind of looked like that big van that you're. Your dad used to have. Oh, dang. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a wonderful van, too, yeah. that I might have. Uh, and they go all out. They get sinks. They got storage spaces. Some even modify and put, like, a little shower in there so mm-hmm. they could shower. Bed, all that stuff. And it looks good, you know? They'll drive it all over the place. They'll whatever. And they don't have to worry about paying for rent. Yeah. They just have to pay for gas or whatever yeah so yeah. i mean i'm not mad at them for saving money you know uh yeah. being a young person but of course obviously if you get into a relationship want to build a family and whatever you know your wife or husband may not go for that true, uh, true. can't raise the kids inside of a, a little van yeah mobile home maybe i don't know but still sometimes you just want to settle in one spot mm-hmm. yeah. i ain't mad for <laughs> single people young people doing that yeah, I, I definitely seen it, and I mean, I worked for a company that catered directly to people who live in their vehicles, or mm-hmm. who live in their vehicles and like take like those like long, you know, road trips where they'll go off the grid for a long time, and they sell yeah. you know products specifically catered to it. Uh, I was all like, as part of my job, I was account account manager for a lot of companies that do build outs. Uh, so I, I I worked with companies large and small that did build outs specifically uh, of those types of vehicles, but also you know with that you know I I, I uh, got to talk to and meet people who were like those little nomads who like live in you know like a Subaru you know and uh, yeah, like a hatchback yeah. Subaru or something like that they they have it all built out and like wherever they go wherever they park they'll just like open up this you know like inflatable mattress or whatever mm-hmm. yeah sleeping there it's it's crazy man mm-hmm. I, i've seen i've seen it on like the nicest scale and i've been in vans like that they've literally been like a hotel room in mm-hmm. a vehicle and then right. i've seen it all the way pared down to somebody driving you know like just like a uh like a pontiac grand prix you know and like wow. the, the 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 whole like the whole like passenger seat and part of the back seat is just full of all that stuff. Yeah. And then they sleep yeah. across the front seat and the other back seat, you know, and, and they put up, they put up like cardboard or something on the window, you know, like it's, oh, it's wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually saw, there's two, th- two different things. So I actually saw one guy, he found a old, uh, U-Haul, you know, the U-Hauls that have the big backs and there's oh, yeah. like, this part that kind of sticks over the cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he 
bought a used one like that he happened to find it somewhere he overhauled it to where that part that sticks over the cab was like his loft bed mm -hmm. so he situated that into like a little bedroom area and everything down in the the main storage part of the trailer of the u-haul mm -hmm. uh, was just like living space and it looked it looked amazing I, yeah. I can't fault him for that and he just drives it everywhere and this i saw this yesterday there was a guy that rented a uh, storage unit uh i forgot how big it was but somehow he managed to run an extension card from the power into inside of his storage unit mm -hmm. and now he turned that into like a little apartment little studio apartment has tv his bed mm -hmm. all the stuff he needs little refrigerator all his supplies and he fashioned it to where he could lock it from the inside nobody mm -hmm. could get to it from the outside wow um, and he's just been living there hundreds of dollars a month Got he it. just pays for his 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 living space yeah this is the crazy thing though because in a situation like that if you go to like a you know you lock it you store it we you know you keep the key type mm -hmm. of thing um yeah. we keep the key whatever what like you got to make sure in the contract that there is nothing about <laughs> not making it your house because some of the a, yeah. a lot of storage places right now especially indoor ones they will have cameras you know up and down the hallway obviously for safety reasons but if they notice you right. going in and never really coming out, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> or if or if like yeah, the little guard yeah, yeah. is walking around and he hears he hears touchdown Kansas City Chiefs and it's like what did <laughs> that come from? You know what I'm trying to say? But I'm yeah. gonna tell you something else along those same lines. Is so here, here, let's see here, not even not more than 10, 15 minutes from my house is a storage unit um, complex. And they sell, specifically sell storage units that you can do whatever you want in. So they, they sell the unit straight up like a house, you know. Uh, uh, so, you know, they, they all have like a certain, like each size has like a different cost associated with it. Mm -hmm. But once you get it, it's literally yours. So you can put a small business inside. You can use it as a garage for like extra cars and boats and all this other random stuff that you might have. You can use that as a storage unit. Or you could actually use it as uh, like as a as an apartment, and all the garages are tall enough to where you could fit like an RV inside. So regardless of what it is, you could pull your car or truck in there and have a space for your car and truck, and the rest of it you just build out. Like it like it has electricity and all that stuff. You build it out. Mm -hmm. So instead of, I mean, you could buy it outright, or you can you know basically get like a quote unquote home loan for it. And the, the prices on it are just insane. I mean, I think I think I saw one that was like it was like 15 foot wide by like 40 feet long, which for a single person, obviously that's that's probably more than enough space, you know. Even maybe for a couple, right? That's probably more than enough space if you yeah. if you do like one of those like IKEA build outs. But yeah. for like a full-on family. It's crazy, but like a couple of buddies of mine and I were talking about this back when we saw them because I swear they came out like right during like the beginning of COVID or something like that. And we're mm -hmm. like, hey, we should, we should, you know, we should put money down on one and just like store all our barbecue stuff there and then we could do a bunch yeah, of like testing and stuff. And yeah, so nah, I, but I wasn't trying to spend, it was like $200,000 or something like that. Yeah. All right. So this apparently is a, a, 
a thing and I'm a, I'll play a video like if you go on TikTok you'll search living in a storage unit and there are like tons of videos mm -hmm. so somebody got asked a question on you know uh, you know they they said all jokes aside they let you live in there every storage unit I've been to has rules against it like you said earlier mm -hmm. so this guy's about to explain how to how to get by these things just in case any listeners out there having any any uh money issues with paying for an apartment or anything like that they'll mm -hmm. let you slide so let's take so a look. i know y'all wondering like how am i you know living in the storage container well i'm gonna tell you how i manage it and not get caught and not get in trouble so if you anything like me if you think like me you know it's, it's loopholes in every contract it's loopholes in everything you do you feel me? You just gotta find that loophole. The the loophole with living in a storage container is you just can't sleep in this motherfucker. Like that's really it. You are not meant to like go to sleep in this motherfucker. Like anything else is good. If you trying to like move all your shit into a storage container and like technically live out of here too, what you gotta do is you can just move your move all your shit like you see as such. Just don't get caught sleeping in here. Literally, if you fuck running, they catch you sleeping, they might. May, they might kick you out, you feel me, but that's all it is to it. You can move your shit in the storage unit and you can sit down in the chair in your storage unit, you feel me? That's not breaking nothing. You just in your storage unit, you feel me? Alright, so. so yeah, but there's like a ton of ton of videos on yeah. people actually living in it, doing all kinds of stuff in it. So it's possible. It's possible. It's crazy. It's crazy from that standpoint. I yeah. mean living in your car unless you like for me personally, I need I need some elbow room, man. After yeah. a while, I'll get cabin fever if I'm in a spot that's too too small for too long. So mm -hmm. I couldn't live in my car. If it was like living in one of those like built-out vans I or, or the buses, like I've seen people do that with the school bus, yeah. Yeah. I'd be able to do it, especially if I can go somewhere where I could like, you know, fold, like pop out, like, you know, like a, I don't know, like, like open up, put a tent up in the back or something like that where I could like be outside. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? I don't know yeah. how long I'd be able to do it for, but I could do it, like, if I'm going on vacation <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but, but, like, 100%, like, 24-7, it, it would be really hard for me. Yeah, um, especially with a family, so. Yeah, especially with a family. Yeah, it's wild, but there's people out there who do it, man. I mean, you know, yeah. hopefully a lot, like, there's some people who do it because, you know, job situation uh, maybe they don't have one, you know, maybe they're between jobs, maybe they lost their house or apartment, or maybe they got kicked out by a lover. Uh, and so they're out on the road and then some, some people do it by choice. So some people it's do. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Just stay safe in those streets. Stay safe in those streets. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's just it's just a really weird situation, but you know what? People mm -hmm. can do it. So speaking of loopholes and trying to create something that, you know, mm -hmm. may not necessarily have existed before. And it's definitely not your property, but you're creating it on your own now because you have such a great imagination. Apparently they came out with a new historically black... <laughs> Or magician, college and university. College and university. <laughs> yes. So tell me a little bit about Ham You. Ham You people. <laughs> Sound like it's the Hogwarts <laughs> Agriculture and Mag Magical University. Uh huh. 
A&M. <laughs> Hogwarts A&M, people. So, so at the at the end of Black History Month, we had a, a new trend. Probably like the best trend to ever come out. Hogwarts HBCU. You know, this started on TikTok, I believe, and it just took off. I know a couple years ago we had Black Hogwarts. There's like little memes going around on Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. about Black Hogwarts. But now they've put it in video form. And it's amazing. If you are a fan of the Harry Potter world, and most black folks don't like to admit it, but hell. I, you know, I admit it. I enjoy it. Um, yeah, this is definitely something y'all should check out. They've gone as far as this thing taking so taking off so far, so fast that they've gone to actually creating a website, myhamu.com. If you guys want to go there, it's a. Let, let, Let's take a little. Let's check it out right quick. Maybe, should I share? Maybe I should share the screen. Should I share the screen? Yes, try to. I'll share you the screen. You know what? So, this so is, we can both look at it. This might be time. a problem, but let me see. Because I see that my screen is. <clears throat> slow. Here we go. Let's see what happens. There All right, we go. Go for it. So, welcome to Ham You. Stay magical. This is for all the witches and wizards that are down for the culture. You can book a tour, people. This is an actual functioning website. Wow. There's that that you would see on an actual college's website. Mm-hmm. There's like you could email, you know, set up your email to register. They're trying to set up the black people right away. Or is oh, it yeah, made by yeah. black people? This is made by black folks, man. Okay, okay. Ain't no white folks involved. No J.K. Rowling, no... None of none of her stuff, which may cause a problem in the future. But anyway, trouble. we got the uh, we got our people from the the Ravenclaw community, the uh, Hufflepuffs, the uh, Slytherins, Gryffindor. You know, those are the main houses of the the Hogwarts community or Hogwarts school. The Jingalings. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> that that sounds a little too. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So as I that yes, as I said earlier, this thing is taking off so so fast, so quickly that they've already established a homecoming for people to actually book a spot. This is going to be held in Florida at the uh, Hogwarts. uh, I think it's like the Harry Potter Park of. I don't uh, know. Universal. Universal Studios. There you go. So they're trying to book actually book a spot. So that people could come and rep your house. If you're Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, you could go and book your spot, show up, show out, uh, do all that that stuff, you know, just to, to celebrate. But here's where the crazy thing comes in. They've already started making merch. <laughs> They've already started making merch, sweaters, jackets. Anything you want, anything you could imagine, t-shirts, they've already started making this stuff. And where the problem may come in is when the people who own this this uh, IP, mm-hmm. this intellectual property, get a whiff of this 
it's gonna be it ain't gonna be all fun and games anymore it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of cease and desist possibly a lot of lawsuits mm-hmm. you know so what they are doing now is trying to change the name from ham you to just bam you <laughs> black agriculture and magical university agricultural so, and magical <laughs> okay. agriculture and mag magical right. university yeah. yeah and you know it it's taken off so people are like dead serious about this there's a big uh, facebook group that has mm-hmm. like thousands of people in it already just from like the past week that it was set wow. up um and I... they're looking for people to kind of go in and start taking taking different roles and running mm-hmm. with it so yeah, yeah. i have I have some stuff to say. Let, let, leave, you can leave that up. Leave that up so we can okay. look at it. Yeah, I'm just um, going through. Oh, wow. They got a whole bookstore. Okay, so <laughs> the, this is this is a problem that I have because this, to me, I, I think it's a cool idea, right? Because really, mm-hmm. honestly, maybe it's more like a club. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah. hey, come join the club. But obviously, right. they've taken it a bit far too early. This is... They no, they have. don't have no Felicia Rashad <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. You gotta have the headmaster. They got man. Whoopi. They snoop the word herbology. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, defense against the dark arts, bro. Come on, man. Um, I don't see Beyonce on there though. They they need to add Beyonce no, because be you know she she knows she would be the she would be the uh, headmistress of uh, song. So yeah. So. Um, She'd be over the music department. So, this is what I'm trying to say, though. This reminds me like a combination of the pink sauce lady, uh, but also, excuse me, what is it? I can't remember. There was something else that somebody did where they they took something that wasn't there. I can't remember what it is now, but it was something else in the news. But it's a combination of two things where you take somebody else's stuff and you create mm-hmm. it and you and you try to make your own thing. The main problem I have is they have literal images from the Harry Potter world. And obviously well, they call it Hogwarts University. I'm talking about like like the castle. Or oh, the, the castle. School, okay, okay. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Got Go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the school and then also when you went to the bookstore, the font mm-hmm. is probably copyrighted. Uh, yeah, and then also that I don't know, Tiddlywink or whatever the freaking ball is called, the gold gold nugget the go uh i don't know the golden uh snitch yeah the snitch and they probably have get they probably have a whole uh what do you call it? like they probably have like a whole like you know college team for the snitch playing whatever the game is called anyway i can't remember now but i think it's a cool idea and mm-hmm. i hope they can pull it off as far as like getting people to come and enjoy you know, a fun-filled time together of people who like enjoy the Harry Potter situation. But to mm-hmm. me, it's like a combination of like the pink sauce lady, where she rose too fast. Like she got all her ideas. She started selling stuff way before she had anything actually, um, anything actually like you know lined up. Anything actually done with the proper like legal and everything else that you need for it. You know, she just like mm-hmm. went went there too soon. There's a little bit of that, and it also reminds me of a little bit of Fire Festival. You know, because at this point, they're promising a homecoming at Universal Studios. They're not yeah. necessarily promising like that you're going to get space, and you know maybe there's going to be a link yeah. to like 
you know, you go on to, you know, uh, uh, Hilton, you know, dot com and book yourself a room like yourself. That would probably be the best situation if they're trying to do something like that. But, but they're they're taking it all too far too soon because the the thing that's going to happen, especially if uh, you know uh, people from another uh, race, we'll say, gets involved, um, oh, or oh, J.K. Yes. Rowling gets a hold of it. You know, J.K. Yeah. Rowling gets a hold of, it, especially if they're doing stuff that is that is encroaching on copyrights and trademarks. Then mm-hmm. they're gonna have some issues, so they better uh, you know get it cleaned up quickly, or else it's gonna go down. But then again, you know, if like I said, if they create it like a like this is a fun like Facebook group, you know, and let's go have like meetups and stuff like that. That's totally different than creating mm-hmm. like a straight up university. Uh, right now, I think the good thing is, you know, there's so many of these. Um, uh, uh, there's so many of these like print direct to garment uh, websites that you can create merch, uh, right. you know, through those websites and, and get stuff sent. But yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I, I think it's cool. I just think they're, they're too far too soon, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Let me see if I could, uh, what's the name of the Facebook, Facebook. This is it. Bamboo. You see it? The Bam, Bam, you black agri- agriculture and magic university. I want to join this. You're already Do a part it, of it. How many? I'm a part of it. Uh, how many 3. people? 3.6 thousand, so three thousand six hundred roughly. Uh, there's it's it's pretty, you know, man. It's a it's it's really fun to see the the I'm gonna say creativity or the stretch of the imagination when it comes to this, even though this is this is building on something that was already created. Mm-hmm. So I like how far they've taken it. They've already made like Harry Potter trap remixes, which it was wow. it's pretty. I don't know if you can hear anything, but I can't. But I'm okay, definitely waiting for Suede the remix guy. What is it? Hold on a second. I'm finding a lot of different Bamus. Um, so this is Bamu HBCU. Only You'll one see I see. Oh yeah, I see a DMV campus. There's already a DMV campus for the East Coast region. Yeah. Um, let's see here. That has 59 minutes. HBCU. All right, let's try that. <laughs> what, what are you cooking? Okay, I hey, see Hey, man. You say you're from, from Louisiana. You don't need no magic in the food. So. Let me see. Do you have to join? I mean, do you have to, like, answer questions? Let's see here. Uh, I, I didn't. Okay. Of course, I joined before there was even a thousand people in it, but. Yeah. Yeah, it says 3,500 plus have joined in the last week. So that means it was just like 100 people. And then now it is blossomed. I mean, I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. Let me see if I I could go through some of these pictures. And obviously the people listening to this won't be able to to see the photos. But Mm -hmm. you uh, you could just listen in and hear us comment on these things. So let me show you some of this merch that was conceptual conceptualized if I could find it. Where is it at? Maybe they took it off. I don't know where it's at. But uh, they are already it's it was pretty pretty dope. I'll scroll through this, but I'ma just say this man. It's uh hopefully they could pull it off. Uh, you know, whatever kind of merch they're they're trying to do and hopefully you know, J.K. Rollins, even though 
a lot of people have issues with her her uh what is it her remarks on the uh i guess her transphobic remarks that she had oh yeah yeah and then of course they there's talk about her including of i guess people of color in Mm -hmm. the in, in the movie or I guess in the the whole world as far as like going you know in the movies and whatnot mm-hmm. even in the books there's not that many black people huh in the movies no there's like a there's like a sprinkle here and there yeah yeah there's a sprinkle here and there all they had to do but, all they had to do is put Idris Elba in one of them and it would have been fine yeah I mean yeah Idris Elba or uh, what's my other guy's name uh play Finn uh, oh yeah, um, John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega. Or Get Out, dude. One of those three guys. Get Out, dude. They'd have put. <laughs> you know what? No, you. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but if they'd have put one of those three dudes in there, then it would have been fine. But no. Uh, yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it could have been fine. I mean, <laughs> they'd have to have a. a a good amount but I've uh, like back in the day when they had like black heart hashtag black heart hogwarts on twitter mm-hmm. I was like so hoping that the Wayans brothers would do like a spoof movie oh, it would man. be so great if they would do it if um, they I know did it would that cost would be a great, lot yeah. of money it would cost a lot of money yeah you know to, to do this and even get like a, a blessing to do this because well I won't even say a blessing they just have to change it change some of it and uh yeah you know i'm trying to find this merch on this website and i know people don't want to hear me rambling on i mean even if felicia rashad fictitious. was felicia rashad was in there as some kind of like you know headmistress mm-hmm. style situation that would have worked but no yeah. they didn't do it yet yeah i mean yeah. who was i thinking of oh dang oh let's see here Let me see here. What? Hear me scroll. Let me see. Who am I looking? At? So then, I then for I don't know why, but I immediately thought two things. What mm. if Tiffany Haddish was in any of the Harry Potter movies? I don't even know if that would work, uh, but she'd be that like, would not work. That wouldn't work. <laughs> and then all. I thought, and then I yeah. thought, what if Wanda Sykes was one of the villains? Yeah, that that would have to be a Wayne's Brothers movie. That would have to be a comedy spoof. Both of them. Both of them would. Have. I, I don't know if I could take, even though I've seen Tiffany Haddish in like uh, serious type roles. I forgot which one I, which movie I saw, but there was no like funny ha ha he he moments in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did okay, but I think for the most part, we're so used to seeing Tiffany Haddish in a in a comedy yeah. type of setting that. Yeah. You know, we can't really. It's like Kevin Hart. Like mm-hmm. we always, he's did like two serious roles that I rem- I could recall. That was yeah. the one with uh, Brian Cranston. I forgot that was based on the book. Mm-hmm. And then that was the one on Netflix, a series with Wesley Snipes. Those are like the two most serious parts I saw from Kevin Hart. Everything is is funny, haha. And those two parts that he did, he did great in them. Mm-hmm. But I think people just kind of pass it up because they're so used to seeing him in. The, funny roles yeah exactly that's the only thing that's the only thing you can't 
it, it's it's hard to completely go, you know, from being uh, only funny to being serious. Yeah. Because everybody I mean, looks uh, at your facial expressions and they're just waiting for yeah. you to come up with a, with a with a joke, you know. Yeah, I know uh, Eddie Murphy and Jamie Foxx did it pretty good, pretty mm-hmm. see, especially Jamie Foxx. He did yeah. it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx was amazing job. Probably one of the best comedians turned uh, turned um, you know serious uh, dramatic actors, or can, yeah. or at least be able to to do that. Also, obviously Denzel. Wait, no, Denzel wasn't coming. It wasn't comedy. I'm just thinking about somebody who went from one to the extreme to the other. But no, um, you know, Jamie Foxx, definitely one of the best. I'm trying to think of anybody else that did a great, great job. Robin Williams. That black act. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he did. I'm thinking black actors. Let's see here. Oh, black actors. Uh, oh. Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Tracy Morgan. D.L. Hewley, Eddie Griffin, Steve Harvey, Jamie Foxx, Keenan Ivory Wayans, I'm trying to think, mm. Charlie Bill. It's a good one. Uh, Did Bill Cosby do any serious movie? No, I don't think so. I mean, not where serious. he was like a starring role, I think. Mm-hmm. Mike Epps, Arsenio. My, Mike Epps... Um, was he? In, was it not Dream Girls? What was he? In? He was in one of the movies. Uh, I don't remember. But it was still Mike Epps. Yeah, Anthony Anderson. No, maybe. Yeah. What about Jordan Peele? I know he wrote. Jordan, yeah, he. You know, Jordan Peele. It's a serious. But he hasn't started. Maybe Keegan Michael Key. I think he mm-hmm. he had like a not what's I think he's doing a series or something. Now. Yeah, he yeah, he's I saw still, still kind of like in that comedy realm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I saw it's like a series where he um he I don't know, it was like a bunch of friends from college. Yeah, it's called Friends from College. Yeah. Um even though he talks about some wild they talk about some wild stuff in there, but yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Either way, either way. Um. Yeah, it's very, very interesting setup there. So, yeah. you know, you know, it's cool. Well, hey, Hog- Hogwarts you, University, H U. Would H- you consider Will Smith part of that category? No, kind of, sort of. I, I don't because. He was a rapper that turned. He was a rapper that turned into an actor in a comedy show. He did not do stand-up comedy, so he therefore didn't do stand-up comedy. So it doesn't it doesn't factor out. I guess you're saying. Yeah. I just think about it because his raps were very fun and mm-hmm. comedic in nature. Yeah. Then yeah. he turns to the the uh, sitcom mm-hmm. that was fun and comedic with little sprinkles of seriousness where he had to cry on camera and, yeah. and all that other stuff. So And then he went and did all the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. I, I can see where you're going with that, but no, I'm thinking of like straight up comedians that did the mm-hmm. switch, you know? Um, uh, yeah. I, w- I think I would probably uh, say Marlon Wayans too. Like if you remember Requiem for a Dream. Oh yeah. 
Rick Fred Dream yeah. was really good. That was, that was one. That was one of my. That was one of uh, one of my top movies back in the day that I, I love to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But there's plenty of act or plenty of actors and actresses of all shapes and shades and sizes that have done that. But yeah, I was oh, thinking yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Hogwarts University H B uh, H U Ham U or 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 Bam U Bam U or whatever you want to call it. Good luck. Uh, I'm gonna try to join your Facebook group and see where it goes. Um, by the way, I found out who sings some about hitting nappy dugout till I thug out. Um, okay. There's a, Ice Cube made a song back in the day called "Giving Up the Nap- yeah. Nappy Dugout." Nappy dugout. So yeah. there you go. That's what I was thinking, I guess. But um, speaking of mm. speaking of uh, you know, I guess things that you wouldn't. You know, really imagine that a real like this Hogwarts University that they're trying to create out of nothing. Um, you know, how about something that was actually literally something that was created out of something as part of the Earth, and apparently we didn't know it until just recently. So, recently okay. Japan found seven thousand islands it didn't know it had. 7,000, not like seven, not one, but 7,000 islands. It never knew it had. So let's see here. Japan has recounted its islands and discovered it has 7,000 more than previously thought. Digital mapping by the Geospatial Authority of Japan, the GSI, Mm -hmm. recently found there to be 14,125 islands in the Japanese territory, more than double the figure of 6852 that had been official since 1987 uh, as reported by the Coast Guard of Japan. So however, the GSI this week stressed that the new figure reflected advances in surveying technology and the detail of the maps used in the count. So it's crazy because all the way since 1987 nobody decided to try to recount that or like fly over it or something like that, but whatever. So um so are they uh, like livable size islands or let's they see here. Like- it did not change the overall area of the land in Japan. Okay, let's see here. It said that while there is no... In, wait, hold on. While there's no international agreement on how to count islands, it had used the same size criterion as the previous 35 years ago. Uh, it entailed counting all naturally occurring land areas that circumference of at least 100... Or w- with a circumference of at least 330 feet. So 330 feet is like, that's like a football field, right? Well, I guess if you say circumference, yeah, then that's a. It, oh wait, that's a round, right? Total, total. Yeah. That's total area within a within a within a space, right? Right. All right. Okay. So maybe less than that, but uh, we'll just say like the size of a football field or less, right? Uh, somewhere around there. The new number does not include any artificially reclaimed land. Uh, let's see here. The islands surrounding Japan have been at the heart of several territorial disputes. Um, they lay, Japan lays claim to the Russian-held Kuril Island. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Japan also says there's a historical claim to okay in East China. Meanwhile, Japan and South Korea remain locked, locked in a 70-year dispute over the sovereignty of some other islands. Uh, wow. So apparently a lot of these islands, 
they came due to recent earthquakes. Um, That's what they I was were either unearthed or they were, you know, basically like created because of the earthquakes and typhoons and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So they're probably not big. They're, there's some of them, you know, are just like little land masses, little puddle, you know, little stepping stones, if you will, out in puddles of, uh, up in, in the ocean. But mm-hmm. that's wild, man. 7,000 of them, though. 7,000. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. But I know... I, I don't know, man. It, it's wild when you... This is the first time I ever heard a story like this. You know, like, we never hear of anybody, like, discovering new land anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, yeah. I know there's the place that's over in... Uh, is it, like, Dubai or whatever? Where they they have built like man-made islands out in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Some are inhabited, some they're not. Not right now, but I've never heard of, you know, anybody discovering like straight-up islands, and it's pretty wild. So I'm just, I'm just interested to see, you know, if there if there is livable space, like you said, if it's you know safe uh, a safe place for people to actually go and, you know, them to inhabit. I wonder if they're going to create something on some of those islands because they claim them all. There's since there's no like real agreement to say, hey, these are mine, you know. Mm, yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Would you? Would you? If you had a situation like that, if there's a situation like that, which there is now, and they said, hey, we will pay you, you know, we'll pay you. Uh, uh, a million dollars a year for three years to go to this newly discovered uninhabitable spot un- or, no, I'm sorry, habitable spot and build like something there, like build you know, a, a hotel or, you know, I don't know like, like build something on it mm-hmm. to make it like an actual place where people can come or people can work or whatever it is, would you right. do it for three years Three years. Uh, That's three meals total. I would, I would have to do the research first mm-hmm. to see how much above, I guess, I won't say, I guess you could say the sea level in that area is because, mm-hmm. especially if it's in Japan, earthquakes, typhoons, all that stuff happen in that area. Tsunamis, so yeah. I could, I could get washed out pretty quickly, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely have to do the research first, but I would probably do it. I would yeah. probably do it. Uh, would I move my family out there with me to do it? Is the question. You gotta move the family. <laughs> They'll pay you and your wife a meal each if you move the family. Child. You, your wife, and your kids a meal each. Yeah, but then of course, if it's a <laughs> if it's a new island, would there be any schooling? Would I want to do homeschooling? What I right. have the patience to do homeschool. Everything will be virtual school uh, taught in Tokyo. Um, so you'd be under the Japanese schooling. But there, there's yeah. there's English-speaking schools there, and there, there's English, you know, as a part of the education there. But uh, it would have to be virtual. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. It's a possibility. I'd have, yeah, they'd have to agree on it for three wow. years. One, two, so three, two, four, six. So a good six million dollars after three years. Yeah. 
It'd be twelve because yeah, each each person in your family gets. A oh, meal. and my kids get okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then twelve. Shoot. If you yeah, leave, that's... yeah, and if you leave before the end of the three years, you'd have to give half back. So say oh. you went for a <laughs> yeah, year. I, yeah, I'm good with that. Say a year and a half. <laughs> he said a year and a half. That's true. That's true. It's more okay. money than I made yeah. anyway. That's a good caveat. Um, yeah, that's that's a good way to, to a loophole to get up out of it and make some money. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the main thing that would stress me out is a being so far away from my family and friends, right? Mainly family. Mm-hmm. B being so far away from like other civilization, like right. You know, just just anything else that is is you know stores and things like that but then again i guess i could probably deal without it for a bit and then uh but especially because like i I don't know in my mind when i'm creating this island uh when i'm creating this this ham you um i uh i'm thinking that they would send you know you know weekly or bi-weekly supply drops right um Mm -hmm. so so uh so so that'd be good but the main thing is these islands you know a lot of them, most of them were created because of earthquakes. So if that's the case, these are underwater, underground earthquakes that created these. So you don't know how close to the fault line you are, you right. know, which basically could just open the world. The, the earth could just open up and swallow you up and be True. gone. So that's the one thing that would really like give me pause out on it. But hey, I hear it. It'd be, it'd be something to think about. But I know there's people who would do it. Obviously, you would do it. But I know some other people would also do it out there in these streets. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, uh, speaking of some of the streets, what's a new show that you watch? Because I watched a new show that finally... Mm. I, I watched a new show last night that finally people have been talking about in the streets for the last year. The Slap Heard Round the World. Okay. Chris Rock. Finally did a special and talked about the situation with Will Smith. I will not give any spoilers because I know you want to watch it too. But yeah, any new shows I watch. Okay, so I guess along the lines of comedy, I did watch a new Marlon Wayans special that that pretty much talked about the slap heard around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one show, like series that I watched that I didn't think I would enjoy. But I'm actually waiting for a new season. Is Outer Banks? That's on okay. Netflix. Okay. Um, it has three seasons so far. I didn't think I'd enjoy it because it's just like, eh, I don't want to see these little teenagers do this teeny bopper stuff. But it's mm-hmm. actually really good. It wasn't really teeny bopper stuff. It's some crazy adult situations. It's some uh, goop. Uh, let's see. Can I can I say? It's like some Goonies like stuff. Okay. If anybody's a fan of the Goonies from back in the days, uh, mm-hmm. treasure hunting type stuff. I mean, you got your, you got your, your people in there. You got some slavery type talk, plantation type talk that all leads to people finding the treasure and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. it kept my attention, man. So I binge watched that all three seasons in probably like maybe four days. Which oh, okay. is weird for me, um, okay. but I'm gonna tell you something about Outer Banks. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something about Outer Banks. One of one of my good friends from college uh, yeah. is a recurring star on that show. 
Oh, really? Yeah, she's okay. a, she's a recurring actress on there. So, Sweet. Um, yeah. Who is she? Let me let me think. Let me think. I'm trying on, to think. Hold on. Let me let me look up the cast could. list first, though. Okay. Let me think about the people who could be around her age and your age. Let me pull it up. Uh, um, let's see here. One, two. So there's only two people I could think of that are recurring. Wait, wait. Let me go to it. Son of a gun. Why doesn't it? Bruh. Okay. There she goes. Hmm. Who do you think? What? Who do you think it okay. is? Okay. Hold on. Let me let me look at the. So. I want to say. Okay, could be four people I'm thinking now. Okay. So one is Anna Carrera. That's she plays the mother to one of the, the kids. Or there's the deputy. Maybe. And then there's another mother. What is her name? Is it Rose Caroline? Something something or another. Or this other one, CC Castillo. So there's like four people that you you said, oh, you know, her. So I'm assuming it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. You're right Go on the it. girl. You're right on okay. the girl, and you are correct on CC Castillo. Yeah, that's that's okay. my uh, that's my buddy from school. She is she's oh, good. Awesome. You know, she she was cool back in school. Good people. Uh, we hung out a lot. You know, talked a lot about I don't know all this stuff. And I believe, honestly, she, at, at first she wasn't a performance major. At first, mm-hmm. I believe she was doing uh, only like behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and then at some point in time, switched to do like more like on camera stuff. And but she really got into it after college. Uh, okay. And yeah, man, she um, you know she took off like randomly. I would see like a post from her or something like that talking about um, you know stuff that she was doing and they're like little bit parts here and there it sounded like yeah it was fun. but yeah yeah but at first i found out she was in ozark and then i found out she was in in and uh then i found out she was in outer banks too and i was like what big time yeah. so yeah so she she's good she's uh you know she's not we have we have uh very different uh political views we'll say it like that but okay. When it comes to uh, when it comes to what do you want to call it, um, uh, talent wise, and just like a good person, like in general, you know, um, you know, somebody I had like really cool, great conversation with back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's good. So, cool. dang, True Detective, Walking Dead, the MacGyver TV series, the the All newer right. version. Let's see here. What else did she do? Queen of the South. Um, another great series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah, she she done some good stuff, and she's also done some work in, um, like behind the scenes as like editor, casting direction, stuff like that, casting director. So, yeah. So I'm, um, I don't know. She's 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 good. She's good. The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, she did. She was. She's like that Lana Grubbs, right? Um, which which is what is it? 
That was when she was in Outer Banks. Uh, mm-hmm. In this one, she's Sheriff Guerrero. She's the sheriff. So, what is she the sheriff in? In this, oh, oh, in Ozark, I'm sorry, in Ozark, she's Sheriff Ozark. Guerrero. Okay, but in uh, in Outer Banks, my bad, flip flop that. Uh, she's Lana Grubbs, which is also a policeman, isn't it? I might be, uh, I might be way off. No, 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 no. She's not. That's not it. I don't know. I haven't seen Outer Banks, but I just knew she's in it, so I guess I'm gonna have to watch yeah, it now yeah. because I just said it's my friend in there. But anyway, shout out to <laughs> CC. Big congrats on on all your fine work, lady. You're killing it. Um, proud to say I know you. Knew you before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's cool, man. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, what is it? I just watched. You know, like I said, the Chris Rock special. What else did I watch recently? Um, that was good. I don't know, man. I, I every week when I have time to watch anything, it's a mix between sports and like work online. And then maybe every now and then, if I have like some time, I will start. Excuse me, watching something random. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I want to watch. I love watching those like reality shows where they're creating things. Uh, either the cooking yeah. shows or you know, there's one called um, like making fun. There was one about Legos that started back in yeah, like Lego COVID. Masters. There's one now called Pinata Masters. I haven't watched oh, nice. it, but I want to watch it. I I don't know why. No, it's nice. I want to watch it. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so I, I I do have that on the on the docket. There's one called like some about golf. It's called like the swing or I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's a, it's like a reality show. Oh, it's called full swing. And it's about real golfers. Like, you know, in the real, like during the real tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that on the list. There's, there, there's several on the list, but the sad part is they'll be on the list and I probably won't watch them for like a year and a half. Um, <laughs> until I want to watch glass onion. I want to watch the, the oh, Resident yeah, Evil. Glass Onion was good. Glass Onion, is, is it a good... I, I know it's not a direct sequel to Knives Out as far as like like right. a part of the same story, but is it is it um, a good like second movie? Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. I, I was surprised. It was, I, I ain't going to say I was surprised because I thought the first was good, but this one's... Mm-hmm. It feels like it just opens it up and I think... Uh, Janelle Monae's character did a, a really great job. Yeah, you know, uh, what's what's my other guy's name? Played um, Drax, 007. Oh, uh, James Bond. Uh, oh name? yeah, Can Daniel was his name. Daniel P. Not Daniel Pierce. Craig. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Daniel Craig did a great job too. I, Dang. He did good. Drax, uh, a lot of I keep calling it Drax. That's, there's a lot of people in there that did really good. Yeah, a lot of it was, it was good a cast. fun movie. It was yeah. a fun movie. So Got a really good cast on here. You got Ed Norton, Daniel Craig, Janelle mm-hmm. Monet, Dave Bautista, Kay Hudson, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, and Madeline Klein. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's, those are the headlining stars. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and it was the cool thing about it was there wasn't like a ton of people in the movie, mm-hmm. so you didn't you didn't really get a bunch of unnecessary uh, dialogue and interaction, mm-hmm. you know, with random folks. Everybody was there for their purpose, and they did it. You know? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's cool. I, I want to check it out. I really enjoyed the first uh, Knives Out, so th this should be really good. Um, have you seen the newer Resident Evil? The series? Yeah. On Netflix? Yeah, I watched it when it came out is last it, year. I is it was. worth me watching? Uh, I mean, it was cool. I thought it was just, I'm not going to like straight up just bash a series because it doesn't follow a specific storyline or mm -hmm. follow up the, the video games but mm -hmm. i thought it was just okay there was a lot of things they could have did better and there was a lot of things that were just there's one part you're gonna be like is that blade <laughs> okay. it wasn't blade but i'm gonna but think it huh you you're gonna think it. now that i say it if you watch it, you're gonna be like that's who he was talking about yeah oh i definitely i definitely yeah will. I'm sure I will. So that's cool. So yeah, that's that's on the that's on the list. Oh, there was another show that I watched, which I thought was extremely cool, and it's wild how they did it. So there's a new show on Netflix called Instant Dream Home, right? Mm, so okay. if you've never if you've never seen this before, oops, I might have to close it because that's gonna start playing. Um, if you've never seen this before, basically what happens is I don't know if you remember. Um, uh, oh shoot! ABC had this show back in the day where they would they would like surprise a family, oh yeah, move them out of town for like a week, like go to Disney or something like that, and they completely, you know, demolish and and rebuild their house. So this show is called Instant Dream Home, where basically somebody nominates a family, um, either the or in the family or the family nominates himself, whatever it is, and mm -hmm. they leave literally all day long, and they have twelve hours to recreate this house to the specifications you know that is almost like a dream situation so the first episode this isn't really giving any way but anything away but the first episode it's a couple and they did it with a an interracial couple so it's sort of cool a white dude a little black lady but the black lady looks sort of mixed actually she is mixed because the mom is white so that's even that's even more interracial uh, but but uh you know this couple lives with the mom who had mm -hmm. just lost like almost all of her eyesight. And so the home has become a hazard inside. Um, it looks old. The outside is dated and like overgrown with trees and bushes. And the mm -hmm. inside is not safe, you know, for the mom to walk around, mm -hmm. nor is it conducive to the couple who is about to have a baby they're expecting. And it's like, it's like a two bedroom one and a half bathroom home right like literally everybody uses the same restroom it's a tight space so so what they did they they yeah they they, they the 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 husband is the one who nominated the mom and the daughter it's like hey you know this house isn't going to work for us but really it's you know the, the big thing is because of you know the mom's eyesight and then oh by the way we're pregnant we're expecting in a few months oh, wow. like all this okay. stuff they didn't even have like a baby room they just had all their baby like gifts and stuff like that in a corner of their room and they're going to try to figure mm -hmm. out how to make it work and so it's cool the the change between what it started at and what it ended at within 12 hours time is literally night and day they so took... they give them 12 hours to revamp mm -hmm. yeah yeah Wow. And okay. and they the, the cool thing about it was that I really truly appreciated was they showed the planning lead up to it. So while the episode's going on and they're like trying to, you know, 
demolish this room or or like take out something and replace or paint whatever they're like they're like we talked about this months ago and then they cut back and it says like three months before you know three months before build day or whatever and they show them like basically laying everything out in a warehouse and talking about how it will work and trying to brainstorm everything and then at the end of that little like you know cutaway segment they bring us back to you know present day building it and you know so the whole time like some like the like the person who nominated them is like stalling the family all day long and then they come back and and you know the host welcomes them back uh, which is a black lady what is her name is it daniel brooks i think is the hostess uh okay. she's actually really good and and yeah man um it's uh it's pretty cool man it's, it's a pretty cool situation um so that's cool. If anybody's into like, you know, home makeovers and stuff, uh, it calls the street. Yeah. Stream home makeover. Yeah. If anybody's into home makeovers or anything like that, it's cool to watch. It'll, it'll tug at yeah. your heartstrings. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty cool, man. It's weird. You say uh, home makeovers because that's something like we're looking into doing. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Watch that. No. Well, or just throw, or just throw the whole house away and get a new house. <laughs> that would be that would be so ideal. Yeah. But you know the way my my bank account, my checking account works. Uh, yeah, I got checking and savings, and you know it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> totally understand, man. Totally understand. Um. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so I have a question, sort of maybe along the same lines, because you're talking about something that you want that you may not necessarily have the funds for right now. Ooh. Other than other than a brand new house, right? Other than a brand new house or a brand new car, because those those are like layups to me. Um, those are going to be yeah. easy to say. What is one thing that I don't know if you covet or you just really have wanted one of these for a long time, and maybe you like maybe you like hop online and you look at it all the time, like on Facebook groups or something else like that. Um, and not the sex bot 3000 either. Um, don't want that. Don't but you know, what is something that funny. if you had the money for it or if it was within reach and all you had to do was, you know, maybe something simple to make a little extra money to be able to spend that money on it. What would it be? Something that I always wanted. Well, it's weird. You say it. that's so strange. You say it cause I wouldn't even go bring this up. So this past week I, uh, I bought myself a new little uh, a pew pew, as Memphis Diva calls uh-huh. it, and, and a and a kapow. <laughs> okay. So two two new toys, and there's one I've I've uh, been eyeing for the longest time that I've been wanting since I was like a little kid. Okay. My dad used to watch cowboys cowboy movies and TV okay. shows. It's like a lever action rifle. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Always wanted one. I've been, I've been eyeing eye this one particular one for like the past couple years, mm-hmm. and it's like close, to, close to like a thousand dollars. And they don't even, they're out of stock everywhere. And I've, I'm on a waiting list to to get one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's like a tactical rifle lever action rifle and i always Dang. wanted one that's about the only thing i could actually think of i don't really want a car anymore mm-hmm. i don't go anywhere 
don't really care for shoes even though i got like a closet full of like shoes i've only worn probably like a handful of times mm -hmm. clothes i don't care about clothes don't care about tv don't care about electronics anymore yeah uh can paying bills off count <laughs> nah <laughs> okay well that can't count even though can't. even though obviously all we all want to do that. i'm just talking about like a yeah like a something physical like a, item like a physical want yeah. yeah, there's, or could there's be virtual. Like nothing. Yeah. There's really nothing. I mean, like I mentioned before, maybe upgrading my house, expanding my house, because uh, I really don't want to move or get into another house where I got to start over from scratch and paying bills. Mm -hmm. Don't want to do that. But updating the house, yeah, I, that would be another thing on my list of yeah. possible wants. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I like it. I like it. Those are all some valid ones. Um, the thing that I've been looking at, like almost like, I don't know, every week I'll spend some time on Facebook or Instagram looking at, uh, accounts that make these. Sometimes I'll even watch YouTube videos of people building them is mm. an offset smoker. One, one that I, and I've even looked on Facebook marketplace I have a price range that I want, I'm looking at and I'm like, dude, that is so attainable because either I just need to save up some money from my paychecks mm -hmm. and make sure that it doesn't interfere with the family's, you know, week to week life, or I need to go and do a few pop-ups, um, go and do a few pop-ups, maybe more than a few, but, you know, go and do enough pop-ups to be able to pay for it. Mm. which is probably the easiest way um, right. you know and, and it's really just like <laughs> planning planning the time and the locations to be able to do that and then it would actually be able to repay for itself by um, if I did catering or competitions or more pop-ups or whatever it is and I'm like and, and the, the one that I would want would be either a 250 gallon or 550 gallon or excuse me 500 gallon propane tank right the the largest one is a thousand gallon and i think and, and that would be way too big uh unless i had like a restaurant to put it in uh, but the the 250 gallon would be ideal because that would be able to fit into my parking lot in the in the my parking spot in the garage <laughs> and um or even a 500 i believe would be able to fit there as well and i'd be willing to give up my parking space inside the garage to house Man. that beast i would and your wife would be like you got to get rid of at least five of these things in the backyard yeah that that would be the first many. thing <laughs> so i have let's see i have one two three four i do have five i have five smokers right um and then also a griddle so that's a, a six cooking device uh, that you can use outdoors um, so I would get rid of, I'll get rid of at least two of them. Uh, one of them was given to me for free. Uh, actually two of them were given to me for free, basically for content. So I would keep, you know, the second one because it's nicer, newer, the company's mm -hmm. still, company's still <laughs> in business. Um, yeah. I would probably give up the Weber kettle, which is like the black, you know, round one that everybody sort of knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other, the other 
the first pellet grill that was given to me, uh, I would I would sell that. There's one offset that I have right now that my wife's uncle gave to me. I could never give that away. Um, then uh, the other one is the one that I got the old Smokey, the little silver bucket. Um, that's like my childhood thing that my dad used to have. I couldn't give that away. And then the third one is a grill, the, the pellet grill by, you know, a newer company called Rectech. Um, and I couldn't give that away, but I'd be willing to forego my spot in the garage, park my truck outside. I don't, I don't care. That's fine. Um, just to, just to get that. And the price range is anywhere between like, you know, 3000 and $10,000, depending on, depending on how many bells and whistles you want. You know, and that's if somebody's building it from scratch. You could find a lot of these online. Utah is just not like like a fertile a fertile ground to buy these in a resale market like on Facebook Marketplace. If I went to Colorado, mm -hmm. if I went to California, shoot, if I went to Texas, I could buy one for like a thousand dollars. If I had any welding talent at all or Dude, knowledge, I could build one you my could own. Do it. But I, I you could do it, man. I just need to learn all how to you weld. Gotta do is practice. Yeah, all you gotta do is practice. There's my, places my, here who have classes, so I could do. Yeah, that. my my one of my friends say he bought a welder from a pawn shop, mm -hmm. uh, and he's just practicing in his backyard. You know, okay. that's cool. practice makes perfect, man. You can start doing that. You can build your your little call it the little hook, not like a little smoky. The build starts off with the little hooks, mm -hmm. little hook kettle grill <laughs> and uh, start selling those yeah at your pop-ups that's you know? funny yeah, man. there just, uh, yeah there are some places um there are some places that uh that will that will do that like basically it's like a it's like a white label company you know what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. um there's there there's places like that so you can just say hey i'd love I love you to create whatever it is for me and yeah they will they will do it for you uh and it'll be your name branded and everything uh you know like the direct to the direct to garment you know style places and stuff like that they will name brand it for you um oh, cool. which would be cool but i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm sure it would also have a pretty penny connected to it as well so yeah, I don't know. yeah buddy I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I was just thinking about that because I've been thinking about it. Only thing is, I just had to convince my wife, you know, because like I said, like you said, you know, she tell me, hey, you need to get rid of it. Honey. Get rid of some honey. things. Yeah. Uh, baby, can I talk to you for a second, honey? <laughs> <laughs> like, why so, you honey and me uh, now? I was, uh, see, I was uh, um, thinking, uh, so you know how I was always like uh, wanting this this mm -hmm. particular grill thing from a jig. Yeah. And I mean, it could help us out. It could. I mean, it could repay itself in like a couple months, babe. I mean, it's, it's like a little, just a little, little something, something. Yeah. No. All right. Ah, Jared. Just go. Just go. Get out of my face. Go get yeah. your little grill. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> it, it it don't work like that all the time. Um. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway. But hey. If you don't have anything else, we can get up out of here. Nothing else. All right, people. Twitter, Instagram, 
Hashtag Black Out Pod. Uh, check us out on your favorite streaming app. Check us out Sunday mornings. Maybe not next Sunday because I'll be out of town on spring break. Um, but yeah, check us out anytime after that. Or if you're just fiending to, you got an itch to listen to our sultry voices, you could just go on one of those and pull up an old episode. There's lots of old episodes. Uh, 240 something odd episodes. And uh, yeah, once you do that, you could leave us an email, hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. Or you give us a call, 3853-BLAKPC. Or 3853252572. BLAKPC. That means Black Podcast. I don't know what I was thinking that was. Anyway, (laughs) hit up hooksrub.com. Get yourself some hooks. It's getting warm outside. You need to, you want to relax by a pit. Uh, buy your ten thousand dollar offset smoker. Uh, you want to grill like 30, 30 slabs of ribs and I don't know how many briskets. Yeah. Just get yourself, get yourself that bulk deal at Hooks, and you know you'll be swimming in seasoning, swimming in rub, swimming in spices, swimming Just like in it, swimming in it. You could like sprinkle it all over your meat. Grill had the whole neighborhood looking, just looking smoky, yep. smelling, smelling of wonderful, smelling of magic, yeah, smelling of neighbors, that, neighbors be envying you all day long. Yep, yep, smelling of that that hog, that bam you magic, you know. Get yourself some some butter beer battered chicken and waffles. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to another. Uh, yeah, I'm at another subject right now. Anyway, people. Butter, beer, uh, batter, chicken, and waffles. Yeah. That you would actually be... like the, the main thing. You ever had butter beer? I from... have. I, we went yeah. to we went to that Harry oh, Potter yeah, world in, you did, in, uh, yeah. in California and I had it there. Okay. It is strong. <laughs> what? I never crazy. had it. Obviously, I never had it. It doesn't have alcohol in it, does it? Or does it? No, it's basically like butterscotch... Mm-hmm. Soda mm-hmm. with actual butter in it as well, I think, and like some cream, it's like kind of like a is, root beer cream soda. Root beer. It's heavier than that, man. It's like it's like if you took like a root beer and cream soda, but then added like butterscotch, mm-hmm. like syrup and whipped cream. I don't know. It's wild. It was delicious, but honestly, I could probably only drink half a cup. It was like super sweet. Really? And I love sweets, but yeah, it was just way too much. Not that sweet. But yeah, butter, but butter beer battered, butter beer battered, chicken and waffles. I, you know what? I could do. I would do that recipe because you have like butter beer, like syrup. You could do over the waffles and chicken. But then again, you could actually marinate the chicken in the butter beer, then batter them, fry them, and serve them on top of waffles. Boy. That sounds good. Good and yeah, good, good and unhealthy. <laughs> My trainer will not be happy with that. But hey, no, yes, no, no. Anyway, right. anyway, people, there you have it. Episode two forty-five. Hashtag Blackout Podcast, and we are, and we are blacking out.